Praise God. This is Pastor Emmanuel Odedei, and it's my joy to welcome you to this podcast. As you listen and apply yourself to the Word of God, we commend you to God and to the Word of His grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. And remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word. So feel free to listen again and again until your faith comes alive. You shall testify. Thank you and God bless you as you listen and apply yourself to the word. Amen. The fundamentals of kingdom work because every month God gives us a focus and this month our focus, last month was wisdom, this month our focus is on wealth or prosperity if you like and how is it that we can walk in this end time God's agenda of raising financial giants? What do we need to do? And what are the things that must be in place for us to walk in this kingdom world? I pray for you, you will not miss out of this God's agenda in the name of Jesus. Our anchor scripture is Isaiah chapter 51 from verse 1 to 3, talking about Abraham. And he said to us, they're hacking to me, ye that follow after righteousness. Seek ye, seek the Lord. Look unto the rock where ye are healed. He said to the hole of the pit where ye are dig. Verse 2. Look unto Abraham your father. And unto Sarah that bear you. I called him alone and blessed him and increased him. How is this related to the theme of the month? Financial fortune is my heritage in Christ. Every believer is an offspring of Abraham. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13. God has blessed us with every blessing as we are connected to Abraham. He said, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Be made a curse for us. It is written, curse is everyone that angered on it. Why? Verse 14. That the blessing of Abraham can come to the Gentiles. So when we say financial fortune is my heritage in Christ, and you link this to this Isaiah 51 and verse 2, he's saying, look unto Abraham. Look at how Abraham, through him, I'm connecting you to Christ. And through Christ, you are ordained to walk in financial fortune. I pray for you, no more lack and want in your life, in the name of Jesus Christ. What is the truth about kingdom wealth? We have looked at a few. Number one, we have established that God's will is our prosperity. God delights in our prosperity. Third John and verse 2, he said, Beloved, I wish above everything that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. So the truth about kingdom wealth is that God's will is in your prosperity. His desire for us is that we prosper. Kingdom wealth and prosperity is not an overambition by believers. It is God's desire for us. And number two, we have also established that serving the interest of the kingdom of God is a vital key to covenant wealth. If you will use it to advance his kingdom, then he will entrust it into your hand. Serving God and the interest of his kingdom is a vital key to covenant wealth. Serving God and the interest of his kingdom is a vital key to covenant wealth. If we use it to populate his kingdom and depopulate hell, 
then God has found you faithful as one that he can entrust true riches into their hand. Zechariah chapter 1 and verse 17. It said, cry and say, my cities, through prosperity shall yet be spread abroad. My cities through prosperity shall yet be spread abroad. Can I say this very quickly tonight? The reason why many people miss out of God's agenda of kingdom wealth is because they don't know the reason for it. God blesses them. They begin to look around. They already have a car. They say, maybe I should buy two more. They forget the reason for it. If it's all about you, then God cannot trust you. That was what happened to Solomon. After Solomon, we saw yesterday, built the temple, found nothing more to do. He began to build high places for a thousand strange women and such that his heart departed from the Lord. I pray for somebody here, you will not miss out of this divine agenda in the name of Jesus. So what is the primary purpose for kingdom wealth? For spreading the gospel all over the nations of the earth. The primary purpose, the reason why God will prosper you is to spread the gospel all over the world. If you will use it for his kingdom, which is the number three truth we are looking at tonight, if you will use it for his kingdom, then he will place it in your hand. And can I say to you, even if it is not in your hand yet, if it's in your heart, if you have a kingdom dream in your heart, then God will put it in your hand. Can you be trusted to use it to advance the cause of the kingdom. Have you started from your level now? How many people are thanking God? Because they know you. That's why their life is advancing. And that is where to start. God's servant speaking, the prophetic focus for the month. He said, the beauty of covenant wealth is that you can start from where you are. Don't say, Lord, if you bless me with a million pounds, <laughs> you will know you have a son. Say, son, I have blessed you with a thousand pounds. Prove that you are a true son now. Don't say until when you get the big one, what you have now, you can start from where you are. That is the beauty of covenant wealth. Shout hallelujah. And so tonight, we'll be moving forward and looking at gateway to our wealthy place. Gateway to our wealthy place. What do we mean by wealthy place? Psalm 66 and verse 12. Psalms chapter 66 and verse 12. He said, thou hast caused men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and through water. But thou broughtest out, us out into a wealthy place. Is that somebody's testimony? He said, you have caused men to ride over. We've gone through many challenges. But you have brought us into a wealthy place. That shall be your testimony in the name of Jesus. It is God's desire. To bring us into a wealthy place as believers. What do we mean by entering into a wealthy place? It is a state of no lack and no want. It is a state where God meets your need. Where God meets you at the very point of your need. Psalm chapter 34 and verse 10. The young lions, they can suffer hunger and lack. But those who seek the Lord, the word, another word for seek there is serve. He said they shall not want any good thing. There is a wealthy place that God has for his people. There is a place where you have all sufficiency in all things. And that is God's desire 
for you and I. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8. He said, God is able to make all grace abound towards you that you always having all sufficiency in all things. See, all, all, all. Always having. That there is no time when anybody meets you. You have sufficiency in all things. And you may abound to every good work. Look at it there. You may abound to every good work. You are a blessing to everyone around you. You have sufficiency and you know the reason for it. That you may abound to every good work. That the hungry can feed at your table. That you may abound to every good work. That you can advance the course of the kingdom. That you may abound to every good work. I pray for you from today. You will abound to every good work. In the name of Jesus. That is what it means to enter into a wealthy place. You remember Psalm 126 verse 1. He said when the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion. We were like dream them that dream. God can take you to your dreamland. He can take you to the place where there is no scarcity. He can take you to the place where you have abundance. But what is the key to entering this worthy place? Remember we are talking about gateway to a worthy place. What is the key? Verse 5 of that Psalm 126. Psalm 126 verse 5. They that sow in tears. What will happen to them? They will reap in joy. Why are they sowing in tears? Because it is on the altar of sacrifice that we enter our worldly place. And it goes on in verse 6. He that goeth forth and weepeth, bearing precious seed, will doubtless, without any doubt, come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. So it is on the altar of sacrifice that we enter into our worldly place. Please take that tonight. It is via the altar of sacrifice that we enter into a wealthy place. So sacrifice is the key to the wealthy place that God has in mind for you and I. Shout hallelujah. I say shout hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 8 and verse 18. He said, remember the Lord your God because it's he that giveth thee power. To get wet. Why? That he may establish his covenant which he swear unto your, your fathers as it is this day. What is in a sacrifice? And how does he resort into a worthy place? We look at that tonight. I'm trusting God that tonight marks end of lack and want in somebody's life. Somebody under the sound of my voice via this word that you are allowed to enter your spirit tonight. No more lack and want. In the name of Jesus Christ. What is in the altar of sacrifice that results into a worthy place? Number one, the altar of sacrifice is raised when you give God something that costs you. What is in the altar of sacrifice? The altar of sacrifice is raised when you give God something that costs you. We saw in Genesis 22 from verse 1. He said, after this thing, did God test Abraham. And what was the test? Verse 2. He said, take now your son. I mean your only son Isaac, whom you love. And go to the land of Moriah. 
and offer him there as a burnt offering upon the mountains that I will show you of. After these things, God put a test to Abraham to see whether Abraham is truly in love with him. Verse 16. And after Abraham got to that mountain, was going to slay Isaac, he said, Ah, you did this by myself, have I sworn, said the Lord. For because you have done this, and you have not withheld thy son, even thy only son, verse 17, he said, Therefore, in blessing, I will bless you. In multiplying, I will multiply your seed as the stars of the heaven and as the sun that is upon the seashore. And your seed will possess the gate of his enemies. It is on the altar of sacrifice that God swears a blessing on us. Eat till tomorrow. The nation of Israel, the loins, the children that came from the loins of Abraham, they are still blessed. Why? Because of the altar of sacrifice. It must cost you something. That is what makes it a sacrifice. And the cost of the sacrifice, please take note of this, is not in the volume, but in the value to the sower. What is in the altar of sacrifice? The cost of the sacrifice. It is not in the volume, but how valuable is that thing to you? God said to him, because Ishmael was there. And if Abraham passed, wouldn't mind to sacrifice Ishmael. Because I'm sure Sarah must have been giving him a hard time to say, this boy, are you sure this boy will not contend with my son? So if it was Ishmael, oh, that's problem solved. But God did not ask for Ishmael. He said, the one, that one, Isaac is the one I want. And so, in the cost of the sacrifice, it is not in the volume or the quantity. It is in the value to the sower. It is in the value. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. John 3 and verse 16. That whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. Until tomorrow, God is still reaping many sons. After that sacrifice. Sacrifice is the key to unending kingdom wealth. And the truth of it is, once it comes from your heart, it answers same day. It answers in heaven. There is same day turnaround when it comes to sacrifice. Shout hallelujah. I say shout hallelujah. We're told about in Mark chapter 12 from verse 41, about a woman, a widow who... After everybody was casting, in fact, Jesus sat over the offering that day. And he beheld how people were casting money into the offering basket. And many that were rich, they casting so much. And this is to show that it is not in the volume. He said, but there came a certain poor widow. And she threw in two mites, which make a fathom. In today's currency, it's just a few pence. And the Bible says... And Jesus called the disciples and said to them, Verily I say unto you, This poor widow has put in so much than all those who have put into the treasure. Why? Verse 44. For they all cast in their abundance, but she of our want cast in everything that he had, even all are living. So what makes a sacrifice is the cost to the sower. I've had testimonies of people 
who during Shiloh sacrifice, the only thing that is valuable to them was their shoe. Will God wear a shoe? But when they gave their shoe, they returned to the following Shiloh with a car. It is in the cost to the sower. Once you can do it faithfully as inspired by him. And listen to this. We've said this before. Don't let anybody cajole you to give. Anytime you feel pressure, somebody say, if you don't give, somebody, something will happen. It's a lie from the pit of hell. Nothing. You give as God has blessed you. Because if it's coming willingly, that's when it's acceptable. And once it's inspired by God and you lay it on the altar, then it answers in heaven. Shout hallelujah. We saw the Macedonian church. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 from verse 1. Talking about the Macedonian church. He said, Moreover, brethren, we do you to wit the grace of God. So he takes grace to be able to give in poverty. Verse 2. That even in the great trial of affliction, the abundance of their joy and their deep poverty abounded unto riches of their liberty. Now look at where the sacrifice comes in verse 3. He said, For to their power I bear record. Yea, beyond their power, they were willing of themselves. To their power, I can say that they are, they are givers, but even beyond, there was a great force that came upon them beyond their power. And they gave, and we saw the result, how God blessed them and increased them. And that's why it says in verse 9, we know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, for our sake he became poor. Verse 9, that through his poverty, we can become rich. Shout hallelujah. So there is a same day turnaround response from the altar of sacrifice. There is a same day turnaround response from God when it comes to the altar of sacrifice. He said those who sow in tears will reap in joy. He that goeth forth weepeth, bearing precious seed, will doubtless come again with sheaves and will be rejoicing. I pray for somebody here. Grace to be able to lay down. The power to lay down. God will release to somebody in the name of Jesus. What are examples in scripture of same day response from the altar of sacrifice? We look at a few tonight and then we rise to pray. Number one is Noah. Noah's altar of sacrifice enjoyed instant response from heaven. Noah's altar of sacrifice enjoyed Instant response from heaven. We saw in Genesis chapter 8 from verse 20 to 22. Genesis chapter 8. How did we know it was an altar of sacrifice? God told him, take care of every animal. So any animal Noah must have used, it means as it were, that pair is wiped off. He took a pair of every clean and then offered a burnt offering unto the Lord. And then the Bible said, and God smelt a sweet savour. I pray for you. No more wasted seed. In the name of Jesus. Every of your seed. There shall be instant response from heaven. In the name of Jesus. That same day. God smelt a sweet favor. And he said in his heart. I will not again curse the ground anymore. So what does sacrifice do? It removes curses. When you offer sacrifice to God, it removes every hold of curses. I pray for somebody under the sound of my voice right now. Every hold of generational curses is hereby wiped off forever. In the name of Jesus, 
by this communion tonight, by the blood of Jesus, every hold of curses is over forever in the name of Jesus Christ. Number two, example is Abraham. Abraham secured his generation from the altar of sacrifice. Abraham secured his generation from the altar of sacrifice. We saw that earlier, Genesis 22. And he said, by myself, from verse 2, gave Isaac, the only son. And then from verse 16 to 18, God swore a blessing. Until tomorrow, the generation of Abraham. The Jews are the wealthiest in the world. The Jews are the most innovative in the world. In fact, it's been said that for every one Nobel laureate, every three Nobel laureates, one is a Jew. So God blessed them with so much wisdom, so much abundance. God increased them. That's what he says in that Isaiah chapter 51 and verse 2. I called him alone. I blessed him and increased him. Increase that he's talking about is not only money. In, in wisdom, in understanding, in intellect. Can I say something tonight? The blessing God is talking about is more than money. That's why he says, when you give your tithe, bring your tithe to the I will open the windows of heaven. It's not money that will rain down. It will rain down ideas among God. It will rain down wisdom from heaven. So, upon the altar of sacrifice, Abraham secured his generation. Your generation will not know the meaning of poverty. In the name of Jesus Christ. Number three example, we saw also Solomon's sacrifice. Solomon became the wealthiest king. In Bible history, on the altar of sacrifice. First Kings chapter 3, verses 3 and 4, we saw yesterday, Solomon loved the Lord. He offered and sacrificed burnt offering. A thousand burnt offering. And the Bible says, that same night, God called him and he said, ask whatever you want and I will give it to you. It answers same day, same day, same day. If it is acceptable, if God receives it, then he responds same day. I pray for you once again. No more wasted seed in the name of Jesus Christ. And lastly, we saw the sacrifice of David in 2 Samuel chapter 24 and verses 24 to 25. Remember, earlier in that chapter, David numbered the children of Israel, which he was not meant to do. And for that sake, the hunger of the Lord was kindled and God told him, the remedy to this is to offer a sacrifice. And he decided to choose to offer the sacrifice at the place that belonged to this man called Arauna. He said, and the king said to Arauna, nay, because Arauna said, take it for free, you are the king. He said, no, I will surely buy it of you for a price. Neither will I offer burnt offering unto the Lord, my God. Of that which cost me nothing. Remember, we said the sacrifice is a seed that costs you. So David bought the threshing floor and the oxen for 50 shekels of silver, verse 25. And when he offered the sacrifice, David built an altar unto the Lord and offered the burnt offering and peace offering. So the Lord was entreated, same day. Say with me, same day. Tonight, your breakthrough will come suddenly. In the name of Jesus. I say your lifting will come suddenly. You wake up tomorrow morning. The news you have been expecting reaches you suddenly in the name of Jesus. And the Bible said, God responded in that verse 25. And 
after that altar was raised, he was entreated for the land and the plague was stayed. So among other things, what the altar of sacrifice does is to bring an end to every plague. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. Every plague ravaging your life, ravaging your family, it is over! In the name of Jesus, plague of untimely death, it is over! Plague of sickness and disease, it is over! There are people, there are certain kind of sickness that is known with their family. Everybody, their eyes just become swollen. Everybody, their tongue just becomes swollen. Everybody breaks one part of their body. Every evil plague ravaging your family. It is over tonight. In the name of Jesus. From tonight, an end has come to every plague. In Jesus' precious name. What is the requirement for us to offer sacrifice acceptably? It must come from a willing heart. If it must be acceptable to God... God wants a willing heart. Exodus 35, and we saw from verse 5. Exodus 35, and we saw from verse 5 there. This was when the very first offering that God required Moses to take from God's people. He said, take among you an offering unto the Lord. Whosoever, this is the first qualification, of a willing heart, let him bring it, an offering to the Lord. Gold, silver, brass, and verse 22. The Bible speaking there. That they brought it, Exodus 35 and verse 22. They brought it as many as are willing hearted. They came, both men and women, everyone that was willing hearted. And every man offered an offering of gold unto the Lord. So once it is coming from a willing heart, then it's acceptable to the Lord. If it's from a willing heart, it answers same day. There are many people, including my humble self, that God has placed a demand. How did I come to the United Kingdom, for instance? I was preparing to buy a car, a car. My very first car, where I was working back there in Africa. And I said, Lord, this money, as I'm getting it together, I'm trusting you to buy a car. I've been dreaming about that car. I'm going to be taking it to my place of work. And then, we had a liberation night in May that year. God said to me, that money. <laughs> and I was looking around, if he was talking to somebody. He said, that money. Uh, give it to me as a sacrifice. That, because of my understanding, I said, ah, no, it can't be God. You know, nothing will rob me of my miracle car. But God said, that money, that money. I offered it as a seed in the month of May. And September of that year, miraculously, how God paid my tuition to come to this country to study is a mystery. And from then, it has been from glory to glory. The sacrifice that God will require of you is not something that you don't have. You already have it. But once it comes from a willing heart, it changes your story supernaturally. I pray for you. Grace to be able to hear from God and grace to let go. Anything God demands of you, receive it tonight in the name of Jesus. Rise up on your feet with me. Lift up your voice to heaven and begin to appreciate God for his word that has come to you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your word that has come to me. I give you praise. I give you glory. Thank you for changing my story. Thank you because I know this is my season. This second half opens up for me. Thank you because everything is turning around for my good. I give you all the praise. In Jesus' mighty name, 
we are praying. Amen. For your offering, for your sacrifice to be acceptable to God, you must first be willing to give yourself to him. Second Corinthians chapter 8, we saw the story of the Macedonian church. But Second Corinthians chapter 8, verse 3 specifically. Why was their offering acceptable to God? Second Corinthians 8 and verse 3. He said to their power, I bear record, and yea, beyond their power, they were willing of themselves. Verse 4. He said, Pray with us with much entreaty that we should receive the grace and take upon us the fellowship of the ministry of the same. Please go to verse 5. And he said, And this we hope, not this they did, not as we hope, but first gave their own self to the Lord and to us by the will of God. For your offering to be acceptable to God, you must first give yourself to the Lord. So you are under the sound of my voice tonight. You are not born again. You want your seed, your person to be acceptable to God. I'd like you to give me the privilege to pray for you tonight. Anywhere you are in front of your device, raise up your right hand and let me pray for you. Anyone, you know God has... And say after me, Lord Jesus, I thank you for this privilege to give my life to you. I know I'm a sinner, but you came to die for me. Father, forgive me. Write my name in the book of life. I believe I'm saved. I'm born again. I'm a child of God. Thank you for saving me. Amen. The power of God rests upon you. Everything about your life takes a new turn from now. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Please send us your details on the number displayed on the screen and we will be part of your joy. Please send us your details and we want to be part of your joy. Please text the word SAVE to that number and we'll be in touch with you to send you a welcome gift. The Lord bless you. The Lord increase you. In Jesus' precious name. You have your communion ready? Please bring your communion out. Whatever you have as the body and the blood of Jesus. Whether it's biscuit, whatever you have. You turn it to the body and the blood of Jesus. And as you partake of it, the power of God will envelope you. In the name of Jesus. Someone under the sound of my voice, by this communion tonight, every generational curse in your family shall be wiped off. In the name of Jesus Christ. By the blood of Jesus, a new bloodline will begin with you. In the name of Jesus. What has never happened to a member of your family for good before, God will start with you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Say with me, I believe in the body and the blood of Jesus. As I partake of this, I partake of it for health. I partake of it for strength. I partake of it for wisdom. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Please partake of it as we appreciate you. Give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. Yeah. I give myself away so you can use me. I give myself away. I give myself away.
Appreciate him, magnify him. He has heard your voice. He has changed your story. Give him all the glory. Give him all the praise. Father, we thank you for this night of encounter. Thank you for making it a breakthrough night indeed. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have praised. Stretch forth your hand to your device wherever you are. I decree the mighty hand of God rest upon you. Every order of shame and reproach is over in the name of Jesus. Everything about your life takes a new turn. In the name of Jesus. Whatever the wicked forces may have done in secret to affect you and your family, it is over in the name of Jesus. You will testify. You will not be put to shame. No one will ask you, where is your God? In the name of Jesus. From tonight, breakthrough is your portion. In the name of Jesus. Beginning from tonight, God will turn your life around. This second half is your half. In the name of Jesus. Every trap of the wicked one, the enemy will fall into it by themselves. In the name of Jesus. Financial fortune will answer in your life. Nothing is permitted to die in your hand. You will not bury anything. This second half. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. In Jesus' precious name we are praying. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We hope you have been inspired to take step towards a closer walk with God and towards the fulfillment of God's plan and purpose for your life. We would like to hear from you through our various social media handles on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at WCIB UK. You can also watch our past and latest videos on YouTube by searching for Winners Chapel Birmingham UK. Till next time, remember, Jesus is love.